Okay. Please start. I start. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my early childhood uh, without my father. Uh, my honest answer is um, I really did not know about it. I knew nothing about it, honestly. Um, I came to know about it, and the reason why I didn't know about it was because uh, it's like uh, all our fathers were not around. All your fathers? Yes, like in our community. Okay. In, in what do you call it, the village. Oh. So no one had their father around. So um, I didn't know where my father was. Then these other guys knew where their fathers were because they were in the army. So it's like, oh, my father is in Yugoslavia and my father is in doing some peacekeeping in Somalia. So I didn't think it was weird. So when I, I came to know it was weird was when all their fathers came back and then mine didn't come. So that's when I realized, oh, okay. Oh, I thought, I thought this is natural. So, so that's when I started comparing myself with, with them. It's like, okay, what? What do they have that I don't? But then it didn't really click. Had you met your dad before? No. Oh. So even the concept of a father was not, it wasn't in me. I, I didn't know that you actually grow up with a father and a mother, because I just saw mothers oh. around. So um, when the fathers came, then I came to realize one person's father was in Nairobi, the other one is Yugoslavia, the other one was in Somalia. So one time my mom was going to, where was she going to? Zimbabwe. So I automatically thought that when mothers go, because these mothers used to go to other places, so they oh, you go to Zimbabwe, like, yeah, say hi to my dad. Because <laughs> he must be in Zimbabwe. You know, it's like, you know, it's make sure that next Christmas you come. And my mom just, my mom was like, it's like sour, but So for me, it wasn't, it, it wasn't really weird. Did you, did you have like older brothers? And I did. What role did they play? At that particular yes, time? Yes. Or did you even think about, or you just like, yeah. Um, so my brothers again were way older than me, so they were in and out. So I, I, I didn't really like it. I, I would come from school. When I'm home, I see them, they've come from Nairobi, this magical land called Nairobi. Uh, this is that time in Samburu. Yeah. So they come to Nairobi with those uh, uh, very nice shoes and Walkmans and, and bread. Broadways, yes. Broadways, I love it until today. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the next day, or after three days, you're waking up and they're gone. So you're like, um, I'm done with this coming in and leaving at their own time because they don't even tell you now you're going tomorrow. So I really didn't bother where, whether they were around or not. So it wasn't really much. And then, my other friends, we were age mates. We didn't have any big brothers. They didn't have any big brothers. I was the only one with big siblings or older siblings. So for me, it was, it's, it's normal. You, you are just, you guys are just people who come and live at your own pleasure in my life. So mm. and I didn't know it then, but then it caught up with me later.
It was a little different in my home. Mm -hmm. My dad was at home. Yeah. And he was actually a very religious person um, in his early 20s to mm -hmm. mid 20s. Yeah. Uh, to Kidogo late 20s. Mm -hmm. um, before money came and it, it came with alcohol and it came with women and it came with so many other things. So those early days, mm -hmm. we were very close. My dad and I were very close. Right. We used to take uh, evening walks every day. You know, we'd leave house, he'd go to see his friends. Sometimes he'd like go hang out like in a bar and I'm giving soda and he's talking to his buddies and everything. Mm. He used to have this little Sanyo radio, yeah? Like Sanyo, if, if, I, I bet you, you can remember Sanyo. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> the only brand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he had this Sanyo radio. Um, which, you know, those days we, we, he played a lot of Lingala and Sukus music and just a lot of African stuff. Mm. So he'd put me on a table and tell me to dance for him. Mm -hmm. So every time I saw him hold that radio, I knew it was bonding time. Mm. So he put me on that table, then I'd dance and dance and dance and cheer me, cheer me, cheer me. So I literally grew up dancing on tables mm. until when I was like 14 years old. That's when I had to stop because now my body right. has something else. Right. <laughs> um, and I recruited my brother into it as well because we just loved music in the house. Right. Um, and, you know, I remember one time when I realized I was starting to grow up was um so we were i remember we were home mm -hmm. i think i was around seven years old and those days bread was so cheap hmm? yeah. so when he felt those days i don't know if it still happens today like yes yeah? broadway again yes so, <laughs> <laughs> so one day he came with mdusumkate kwa nyumba and mm. he had planned that we would have it is both of us. Mm. I didn't get that memo. Right. So I ate the whole thing. Yeah. Ouch. And when he came back, mm. I remember the shock on his eyes, like, mm -hmm. you know, um, and he hadn't anticipated, like me, like finishing a the whole half bread. a bread, yes. you know, like, oh, dude, you're growing up. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but and then he was also very active in church. So we we were Catholics those days, and um, he was like this person who would uh, make announcements after the service. Mm. And that person was a very important person in church because everybody was looking, waiting. It's like he was like nearly near like uh, the last people to talk before service is done. Nice. <clears throat> so what was very confusing about Dad was, let's say on on Saturday evenings. He'd be brought home, carried by his friends, because he was drunk and he couldn't walk by himself. Mm -hmm. Sunday morning, he's holding my hand and I'm holding mom's hand and we're going to church. And he is making announcements, Palim Bele. Yeah. So I, I often felt like they, they were two people inside him and Anyone. my little child mind couldn't like process that. Mm -hmm. you know? um, so he was a teacher in working for government those days. And then... That changed when and he changed when you know he joined the private sector. 
and we moved homes. Mm -hmm. Then I also lost like my childhood friends because I had grown up there all these years, up to around six, seven years. Mm -hmm. I knew nobody else. I didn't know how to interact with children from other neighborhoods in a different town mm -hmm. and all those things. Mm -hmm. But that was the beginning of a, of such a long life for me because um, there was some time there, nobody was telling me, but mom was never at home. They didn't explain to me what was happening. Mm. I just remember myself sleeping on the couch and dad was in the bedroom and mom was not there. Mm. They never said what was going on. Mm -hmm. And it was for long periods of time. I joined a new school. I was such a crazy introvert. So mixing with people was so hard for me. Yeah. And that was hella tough. And so even as the years started progressing, mm -hmm. he became more distant. Now we weren't dancing together anymore and the music was no longer there. And now he was coming home more drunk and now mom is not at home. Mm -hmm. There's nobody else to talk to. So I'm, I'm just seeing a dude and I can't connect with him anymore. And then now you see as a child, it's like this thing was here, it's been taken away from me. What do I do? You know, so it was yeah. so frustrating, I remember, and um, that just kept getting worse the, the, the older I grew.